Nick, you know this. I mean, we've gone to pawn shops and game exchanges and shit. Those things are fucking expensive. You, you don't know? hang out outside this podcast. He's right. I don't even know what he, Nick <laughs> looks like. I've never seen him before in my life. This guy's a fucking stranger to me. Stranger yeah, danger. You've always seen the top half of me in video voice chats and uh, weird, sexy Skype calls at mid- mid- midnight. True. So. But yeah, no, you're always just like, I don't want to see your bottom half. I'm that's like, that's true. I don't, I don't want to see. I don't want to see that dumper you got down there. How do you know it's a dumper? <laughs> You've told me. It's a fat fucking dumper. <laughs>
to the meat of the show and just kind of just dig face first into this juicy, uh, thick, tender uh, piece of meat that mm. is lighthearted at 14. Uh, How about we get some plugs from our very own Plug Daddy? All right. Okay. Do, do you have your shades on? Uh, hang on. Yes. Because I'm coming in hot like a sun. Oh, my <laughs> boys! <laughs> Here you go. Here's some plugs for you. Be sure to check out the other podcast, brother. The Animan bi-weekly anime manga series. Uh, the uh, the uh, real talk though with that cut boy Josh, who's not even on his show half the fucking time. <laughs> uh, you got. That's it for podcasts. Be sure to check out the socials. Be sure to check out my Twitch. It's plugged down below. Third Life Gaming across the board for YouTube, Twitch, Twatter. Uh, check out Alex on his shit, and then check out the Sparky 3 shit. It'll all be down below. I don't remember the names for all of them. But they're on every platform, brother. Go ahead and give it a like. Give it a follow. Give it a subscribe. <laughs> Do all that shit. And uh, now for weather. Back to you. Oh, also, hey, guess what, everyone? We are on all. We are on Apple now. That's cool. Our podcast is on Apple. Yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. All right, brothers, be sure to go over to Apple to subscribe too. Yeah, and if well, you're on Apple, fuck you. Hey, <laughs> we're here, we're here, and we're ready for a good fucking time. Yeah, uh, lighthearted, real talk though. And Animan are officially on Apple and iTunes. Super pumped up for that. Uh, we still on Castbox, showing love to our Castbox homies, and uh, we're still on Spotify, of course. So lots of lot lot lots of fun stuff there, man. Next goal is probably Google. I don't know. I really don't care for their podcast manager, but we'll see. Maybe Google. Uh, but yeah, Apple, Spotify, Castbox, we're we rolling. Podcast is popping off. We're having a good fucking time. Uh, but let's jump into the show and let's have a real good fucking time. All right, so let's kick things off with some Nintendo. Let's talk about Nintendo a little bit. Um, so recently, Nintendo released sales numbers for how they're doing as of June 2020. All right. Sell for the Switch, obviously really fucking good. Switches are sold out literally every fucking where on the planet. You can buy one for like $400, which is $100 over on like Amazon and eBay and shit like that. Like it's sold out everywhere right now. But with that also said, they released some hardware sales numbers, but also software sales numbers. And what was the most noticing? Well, let's give a big round of applause. I don't know if the round of applause is going to be picked up on Nick's mic. We'll find out. We'll see if it picks it up on my end, but you'll at least hear it on my end uh, for my clapping. But let's give a big round of applause for Animal oh, Crossing New Horizons. Let's give them a round of applause because, my God, they hit some phenomenal, phenomenal sales numbers. A first-party game. First party, one console only. Four months it has been on the market. 22 million copies sold. Now the number two most selling Switch game of all time. The only thing ahead of it is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with 26, which keep in mind that is with a Switch bundle, so that makes sense. It's like a Wii Sports type of situation. But, dude, for a first-party title in that short amount of time, four months to get 22 million is in insane the team behind uh animal crossing new horizons nintendo everyone involved should be super super proud of that accomplishment that is absolutely in fucking sane i cannot remember the last time um a game did that well in that short amount of time 
I, I didn't pull any numbers, but maybe Red Dead Redemption 2, but that's multi-plat. You know, again, this is first-party title. You know, like, this is insane, man. Nick, you're a big Animal Crossing uh, New Horizons fanboy and fan of the franchise as a whole. Like, you know, how, what, what do you think about those sales numbers? Like, it's literally in fucking sanity. I mean, especially since, you know, the game came out in fucking, what, February? No, March. March, March 20th. Yep. And that's from March to June. Jesus Christ, that's, that's almost unheard of for most things. That Especially that's only on one console. True. <laughs> like, it's... So, I'm... I'm glad that uh, you know. I, I definitely quarantine and stuff really helped that, yeah, and you know time. the whole hashtag vibing on the island uh, that helped as well. So, and they got some notable traction with some bigger streamers, and right. so you know obviously people are like, oh, I gotta get a switch, I gotta get Animal Crossing because my favorite streamer, Third Life Gaming, is playing it. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, <laughs> oh, it is, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have, like, what, 5 million followers on uh, Twitch? I mean, yeah. Yeah, 5 million <laughs> times, like, zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, like what Nick said, man, for a game to do that well in that short amount of time, it is literally insane. Obviously, you, you want to automatically point to, oh, well, COVID played a decent amount of that. Now, it would have sold no matter what. We all know this. There's a Animal Crossing has a big fandom. It got pushed back, which increased the hype for it. Uh, but I, you can't help but to wonder what – what what would it have done without COVID where everyone was in quarantine? Would it, I mean, it still would have done really well, obviously. It would have been a top-selling Switch game, but uh, would it have done this well? I don't know. I mean, that's it's just insane. Probably not. It's just insane, man. I mean, congratulations I mean, to Nintendo. Congratulations to the team behind the Animal Crossing New Horizons. Like, that is an unbelievable accomplishment. And, I mean, they're just giving out free DLC every couple of months, too, so it's not like it's just like, all right, game's stale now. Yep. Like, granted, I haven't played it in, like, a month or two, but that's just because I burnt myself out. I mean, I have fucking almost like 400 hours on it. <laughs> so, like, I mean, just for reference, I have like 600 on on Pokemon. And that right. game's been out since November. Yep. And I play it almost every day. Right. So, I mean, I got 240 hours on Wrecking Ball. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Fucking the Wrecking Ball. <laughs> I have more time in Animal Crossing than I do on Wrecking Ball. And I play Wrecking Ball a lot. Yeah, he does. That's literally all he plays consistently 27th best na so true. there you go true uh so let's talk about a little bit more nintendo we got a couple more things to touch on with nintendo uh so as like they did with paper mario the origami king um they randomly dropped a trailer for pikmin 3 deluxe on twitter um and the big you know i'm not i'm not hyped for it. i'm not buying it i'm not a bit i'm not a pikmin fan nick you might check it out sure but I, I don't fucking give a shit about pikmin i just fucking don't but what's interesting about this is what does this indicate i think it indicates a couple things number one I think this and Mario, uh, Paper Mario, I think them two being randomly dropped like that indicates that we are not getting a normal Nintendo Direct this year. I do not anticipate it. I am no longer expecting it. After that drop, I am not expecting a full Direct. I'm just not. Direct minis? Yes. They, they even confirmed there's going to be another you know uh, third uh, party partner showcase. They already confirmed another one of those is coming this year. So I expect direct minis. I expect like another partner showcase, and that's probably it. So probably two more Nintendo presentations potentially, but a full blown direct. Don't expect it anymore. I think this indicates that. But what it also indicates, which I know Nick is really hyped for, is uh, I feel like this further indicates that the uh, Mario 3D World Deluxe and the Mario 35th hype. Anniversary Collection is real and it's coming. Um, so Paper Mario. Mario 35th Anniversary and Mario 3D World Deluxe, they've all been very much leaked and talked about together since, like, April. And about probably June-ish, that's when 
Pikmin 3 Deluxe was also being talked about with that same four titles. Uh, and then obviously Paper Mario comes. So it's like, okay, well, maybe this is true. And now we have Pikmin coming. So it's like, okay, yeah, this is probably true. So that means we will be getting what me and Nick both really want with that uh, with that uh, Mario 35th anniversary, which will come with 64, Sunshine, and the first Galaxy all in a bundle, probably being labeled as like Mario Super Mario All-Stars 2, the original coming out for Super Nintendo back in the day. So that's pretty cool. You know, Nick, I know you really want that 35th anniversary. It's one of the only things you're looking forward to this year. So that's pretty hype. Uh, do you believe that Pikmin 3 random trailer drop as per, I guess, new Nintendo norm, it really helps indicate that? Like, are you on the same page of what I'm thinking here? Or, like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, for a while, the leaks were, you know, oh, you know, there's going to be a Pikmin, you know, port. And it was on the same leaks as the uh, the Mario 35th anniversary and stuff. So, right. uh, it, it's kind of hype. True. Kind of hype. I, I hope that they, like, honestly... They don't even need to make a new game for me this year. All they need to do is just port Mario Sunshine, a game I've never played and wanted to play, Mario Galaxy and Mario 64, all into one. That'd be fucking phenomenal. Or if they want to throw, like, all those games plus some more games in there. I mean, I'm not going to say no, man. Right. Like, if they wanted to throw, like, some older Marios in there or something, or, Super like, Mario RPG, you know. please. <laughs> oh yeah i know you'd fucking cream your jorts man <laughs> oh man I'm, I'm saying dude i fucking love that damn game <laughs> it's on the any uh, the super nes classic though so i mean that's, yeah which that's actually i think I you can access it if you have switch online so you should be able to actually access it Ooh, that's pretty cool that's pretty i think because cool. i'm pretty sure they well, they put both of those on switch like they gated it behind like switch online so if you didn't get the actual physical thing you could still play it if you had switch online Okay, I might have to get that on the Switch then. Because, I mean, I have the Super NES Classic somewhere. Around. I don't even know where it's at, but, I mean, it's around here somewhere. And uh, I just don't really want to plug it up. If I can get uh, Super Mario RPG on my Switch, yo, we might be hitting that up. Play with my boy Gino, which, actually, fun fact, uh, that is actually where I originally got the idea for my name Zeno was uh, because of the character Gino. I was a wee tot. I was a wee kid. And uh, my dumbass thought his name was Zeno. I, I couldn't remember. Because it's like, I remember playing the game... And it's been like a hot minute since I played it. Keep mind, I'm a kid here. And uh, I go to set up my first online account for a game ever, which was Warcraft 3. And I was just like, what was that that character's name from Super Mario RPG? I'm like, oh, I, think, I think it was Xeno. I think it was Xeno. So that's where I got my name. Just a little fun fact there. Uh, but no, I'm really hyped for this possibility. Now, see, all right. Now, this is the other talking point we have here is, like I said, I don't expect a direct. I just don't. Directs are not happening. I'm calling it right now. It's not fucking happening. Because if we if if there was a direct happening, we would have already had it, and it would have included Paper Mario and Pikmin. I mean, let's be real. That's how it rolls, right? I'm not expecting a direct, but there has been per a reliable source. I believe his name was Jeff Grubb is the source who has gotten a, actually a few different things correct over these past few months. Like this guy's like. He's got some sources, you know, he's basically like a Virgibin, but for, you know, just Nintendo as a whole, you know, when Virgibin does all the Smash stuff. Uh, he actually flat out said that, hey, there's going to be a, a, a trailer coming out soon for Paper Mario before it was even announced. And everyone was like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Then it got randomly dropped. I mean, he's been leaking out some stuff. And one of the things that he recently said is that there is a Nintendo presentation on the way between the 11th and the 22nd. 
So, you know, we're recording this on the 8th. Uh, this episode will go up on the 10th on a Monday, so the 11th, that Tuesday. So anywhere between that Tuesday up until the next following Saturday, we were supposed to get a presentation, according to him. Again, it'll either be potentially like the partner showcase, which Nintendo already confirmed in the last one that is coming again, or it's going to be a Nintendo Direct Mini. But here's the thing about the Mini that I thought about, and this involves Pikmin randomly being dropped. With Pikmin 3 Deluxe randomly being dropped by itself, doesn't it make sense that this potential Nintendo Direct Mini is strictly Mario-focused, where it'll have the Mario 3D World Deluxe and the Mario 35th Anniversary Collection and maybe, like, one other thing Mario-related? Like, doesn't that make sense? Like, we're talking, like, like a little six-minute video, right? Like, a little six-minute Direct. Like, doesn't that make sense to you, Nick? Nah, man, that would be fucking... That'd be fine with me, unless they uh, do actually do an actual direct, and they're like, all right, you know, they just kind of drop Pikmin, they drop Pikmin three, they're like, ah, you know what, you know, we don't want to have like a super long direct, drop, you know, obviously Paper Mario, drop Pikmin, cool, and then they, you know, all right, guys, you know, at the end of the year, you know, we'll have, you know, uh, the Mario thirty fifth anniversary collectors thing, uh, you know, Metroid Prime trilogy, and show a trailer for like Pikmin four. Uh, Metroid 4 which I don't even know how far along they are. I know they probably had to restart it like three times. Yeah, because they like changed like directors or something and they went back to the original team that did Metroid Prime so. Or just tease it or something fuck, just tease something, just tell us something, please. I know we've said this before on the damn podcast just show us something. True. I just want to know what the fuck I have to look forward to if not Bye. <laughs> Bye, Z's. <laughs> Bye, Z's. No, yeah. like, I, I don't think we're getting a regular direct. I think we'll get a regular direct, like, beginning of next year is what I'm kind of feeling. I do, I, I'm buying into this leak because, like, I, I can't remember everything that he said, but Jeff Grubb, he, like, random things, like the Partner Showcase Direct, which randomly popped up, some other stuff that randomly popped up that Nintendo's done. Like, Jeff Grubb's gotten some shit right, and he said there's a presentation coming. I'm buying into it. I think it's going to be a, a Nintendo Direct Mini, and it's going to be strictly Mario-focused, where it'll show 3D World Deluxe. It'll show um, the uh, Super Mario uh, 35th Anniversary. Maybe something else. I don't know what, but maybe something else. I think I think we have that on the way, uh, which is which is obviously exciting. Um, but, I, I mean, and I expect it to probably be randomly uploaded. I don't expect, like, a hype, like, hey, we have a Nintendo Direct Mini in two days. Like, they're not going to do a live stream type of thing. It'll just be randomly uploaded to YouTube and tw- Twitter like they've already done. You know, that's what it's going to be probably. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I I actually have faith in this. I know a couple episodes ago I said I was losing faith in Nintendo, but, you know, this kind of regained my faith a little bit that there's going to be something coming. Imp. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I, I, no, it's a quimp, actually. You know, 22nd century version of a simp. Yeah, it's just a robot <laughs> simp. Basically. All right, so let's hit a, let's hit a, uh, a few little quick facts quick little quick news here before we jump over into something else we're going to talk a little bit about sony but you know but before we talk about sony let's hit some quick stuff you know what i mean let's, let's talk about some stuff so the first thing i want to talk about and this is more so for me you know and you know not not really nick nick doesn't give a fuck but i, I wanted to mention it because i thought it was funny um so i'm a madden player i like madden i like i like football uh madden 21 we're right around the corner less than a couple weeks out cool whatever you know looks like they've done a lot to improve superstar mode awesome well, EA is already talking about what they're wanting to do for Madden 22, which has got Twitter on like a big like rampage. Like, oh great, <laughs> Madden 21 is gonna be fucking butt cheeks. Fantastic, you know? Because I mean, it's like it's like they're already talking about the the game next year. Which, granted, yes, we know there's a game that's coming out next year. You know, every single year. But the fact that EA like 
Madden 21 is not even out yet, and EA is like, oh, hey, by the way, this is what we're going to do for Madden 22. Which, hey, yo, my franchise players out there, looks like they finally fucking, they finally fucking got us for Madden 22. Looks like they're going to add a fucking shit ton of new stuff for franchise, which fucking needs it and also tells me franchise is going to once again be mediocre as fuck in Madden 21. But at least Superstar mode is going to be dope in Madden 21. But we'll see how Madden 22 is going to go. Um, so this week, we had a console sell out in 10 minutes. What console, you might ask? Is it the Xbox? Is it the PlayStation? No, because neither of them have been out for pre-order yet. We don't even know a price yet. But it's a random console that I didn't hear about. And I just wanted to kind of bring it to everyone's attention to look into. Because it actually looks kind of cool. You know, it, yeah, a little pricey. But, you know, for what it is, you, know, you can get everything for cheaper. But I thought it was pretty cool. It's called the Analog Pocket. Analog Pocket. Make sure to look into that. It actually looks kind of cool. It looks like a basically like a... It basically looks like, a, like an HD, like, Game Boy Color. Like, that's the design it is. And it comes with, like, 2,800 preloaded, like, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. Yo, and it's $200. It's sold out in 10 minutes. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, that could potentially be a pretty good deal, depending on what those 2,800 are. Because, I mean, like, Pokemon games, for example. Older Pokemon games are expensive. Nick, you know this. I mean, we've gone to pawn shops and game exchanges and shit. Those things are fucking expensive. You, you don't know. hang out outside this podcast. He's right. I don't even know what he, Nick looks <laughs> like. I've never seen him before in my life. This guy's a fucking stranger to me. Stranger yeah, danger. You've always, seen, you've always seen the top half of me in video voice chats and uh, weird, sexy Skype calls at midnight. True. So. But yeah, no, you're always just like, I don't want to see your bottom half. I'm that's like, that's true. I don't, I don't want to see. I don't want to see that dumper you got down there. How do you know it's a dumper? <laughs> you've told me. It's a fat fucking dumpy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the analog pocket, like, it can actually slobby pretty cool. You know, I know everyone's first thought is, like, well, why the fuck would you spend $200 for that when you could just, like, get an emulator on your computer or your phone? I mean, that's a completely valid and fair point. But, so, I mean, I think, it, I think it could be pretty cool. What's up? So, is this, like, an officially licensed, like, by as, one yeah, of these as, people? I'm, as far as I know, yes. Like, this is a legit, officially licensed thing. Like, by Nintendo. I don't know if it was by Nintendo. Because if it's not Nintendo, then they can't have any Nintendo games on there. Well, that's not necessarily true. Because that's, there's that's, been that's, other stuff that's sold for Nintendo games that... I mean, seen. yeah, it's called the Soldier Boy Game Console. That's right. And that got fucking shit on. <laughs> no, I don't know the full details in the analog pocket. I just thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it, as far as I know, I don't know if it's officially licensed. It means by Nintendo or anything. Uh, I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but either way, I think it I think it could be a pretty cool little thing. I'm not going to necessarily buy it, but it still looks pretty cool. So, nah. so something that Nick and I mentioned, I think last episode maybe, is the potential is like apparently like gold was going away. So Microsoft came out and said gold is not going away. So I don't know what their plans are. Uh, they didn't they didn't really go into details for the plans of gold. Like whoever was, it was whatever interview it was. They flat, they basically just said that no, it's not going away. But they didn't go any further than that. I don't think they, I don't think they could. I don't think they were allowed to. But it's not going away. Um, you know, their gold's not going anywhere. But they're still moving forward with um, the Xbox Game Pass and everything. Which with the Xbox Game Pass and like X Cloud, which is like the one for mobile. Um, it's not going to iOS, mind you. Uh, iOS is Apple is making things very very difficult uh, for Microsoft. We're basically all right. So get this, Nick. I thought this was some funny ass shit. So for Apple and X Cloud going to Apple, right? Apple wants Microsoft 
to basically submit every single game to Apple directly for review before it goes on Game Pass for their on, on iOS. That's more. Why? That's more or less the gist. So they make so Apple can make sure all the games meet their guidelines. I'm not okay. Uh, that, that's basically <laughs> what that what the deal is. Uh, both companies released a statement this week. Uh, Apple releasing theirs first. Microsoft releasing their second. I don't remember the full details of the comments, but I do know with Microsoft's comments, they really put the ball on Apple's court and basically said, "We want to make this work. This is basically Apple's fault. Apple's get your head out of your ass and let's get this fucking job done." Like I mean, like Microsoft in a, like in a very business professional way basically told apple to get their head out of their ass and let's get this shit rolling as as of right now like you know at microsoft and samsung are fucking buddy buddy hip to hip getting this shit done getting some big deals done but at you know ios is kind of fucking apple is kind of dragging behind on this so i just thought it was pretty interesting because microsoft like they full like the statement they put out they are really putting the ball in apple's court to get this shit done and again what they're doing with gold i don't know uh they didn't go into details for it uh, they just kind of said that no, it's not going away. And that was the end of the statement. They didn't go further into it, so we'll we'll see what they do. Um, but that, like again, that was just some little quick news, quick little hit facts. So let's uh, let's talk about some Shoney. Let's talk about Shoney. So uh, Sony had a bad had a bad press day. Sony had a bad press day. That's... They take a take a page out of the fucking. Activision Blizzard handbook or something? Yeah, they kind of did, man. Sony took three big L's in the same day. Now, when I say big L's, for me personally, I I only consider one of them a big L. The other two, not so much. But I'm tra- I'm speaking in terms of Twitter. They took three big L's. I mean, people were pretty pissed because it's like they one thing gets announced. Okay, Twitter's pissed about that, and then something else got announced, and then they got pissed about that. And then the last nail in the coffin, and then they're just beyond pissed. Like, Sony had a rough day. This Everything I'm about to tell you all happened in a single day. Again, I only think one of them is shitty. I think one of them is really, really, really fucking shitty. The other two? Nah, not really. So the three big L's that all happened in the same day is Sony announced that uh, DualShock 4, your controller for your PlayStation 4, will not be compatible with PlayStation 5 games. But also a little fun fact, Xbox actually put out a tweet saying that uh, any Xbox controller of theirs and the DualShock controller is going to be supported with their xCloud on mobile or PC. I thought that was a funny little stab that Xbox did. But wait, I mean, yeah, wait, the Sony controller is going to be yes, compatible with the yes, Xbox? <laughs> yes. Is, isn't that a fucking meme from Xbox? I mean, it's kind of like the it's kind of like their uh, reverse Uno card from, you know, what, seven years ago or seven yep. to eight years ago when they're like, yeah, you know, you don't have to worry when Sony was like, yeah, you guys can play all our games. You don't have to worry about, you know, downloading them and it's mic drop and Xbox like, well, fuck. Yeah, basically. No, same thing. <laughs> like literally in the in the little tweet that Xbox put out, like literally within the same day, within the same probably couple hours, Xbox <laughs> flat out said that DualShock 4 will still be cons- supported on their xCloud on mobile and PC. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, big rip, dude. But no, like, I mean, okay, the only way that this upsets me is I, I have this fucking $160 Scuff Vantage Series 2 custom colored fucking DualShock 4 controller, 
and I won't be able to use it on PS5. That's kind of a bummer because again, it's a hundred and sixty dollars Scuff Vantage controller. That's a really nice controller. But like, who gives a fuck? Like, isn't it like natural when you buy a new console, you're going to use the new controller? Like, am I wrong on that or what? What? I mean, the real question is, can you use that uh, controller on your phone? Yes, with XCloud. Amazing. <laughs> so in theory. I could use it to play Diablo Immortal, right? Correct. I oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, you could prop your you could prop your new phone up, dude. You pop out the little kickstand, you know, because got you know you get a little kickstand like what's on the back of the Switch, and bust out that fucking DualShock Four, baby. Play some Diablo Immortal on your phone. Yeah, you know, we went from gaming on you know Game Boy Colors and you know Game Boy you know whatever tiny ass screen. Now we got these big ass fucking TVs, and we game on that. Hell no, brother. Kick it back to the old school. I'm going to play on my small-ass fucking phone screen. Get a fucking <laughs> controller that's bigger than the goddamn screen. Let's go. That's right. That's the play, brother. No, that's the play. I, I mean, but with a few exceptions, like, in terms of controllers, like, obviously, I mean, even still today in fucking 2020, the controller is 19 years old, and we still use GameCube for, like, you know, Smash Brothers. The GameCube controller, like, I mean, and Nintendo continues to support it. I mean, fuck, Nintendo even released wireless versions of the GameCube controller for the Switch. There's Switch Pro controllers that are wireless GameCube controllers. Like, they're still supporting that controller because it's a damn good controller. But, like, with the exception of Nintendo in that particular case, like, like, I figured, I thought we were past this, people. I mean, you get a new, you get a new console, use the new controller. Why the fuck are you going to want to use a DualShock 4? For like a brand new PlayStation Five game, when this new, you know, PlayStation Five controller, the Dual Sense, can do so much more stuff. Like I, I don't understand Twitter's anger anger about that. But what does it what does it do? That's different than DualShock Four. Uh, I will get back to you on that. <laughs> well, I, fuck. I mean, I I'll be honest. Like either I can't remember, or they didn't go into every single detail of what the Dual Sense can do. Basically, everything the Dual Sense can do, to my understanding, the name says it for itself. With the Sense part. Everything that you're going to be doing in the game, you can really feel it in the controller more. I'm not going to necessarily say it's like a rumble feature, like you know. So can I smell the bodies? Yes. Through the controller. Oh well, yes. See, that, it's going to it's going it's going to be like the Avatar ride, where you know you're in the ride and you're getting oh, your yeah. cave and you can smell the shit in the cave. <laughs> oh, perfect. But no, perfect. I mean in full detail, I don't know what it's going to include, but I, I know from the little bit they've talked about, either again, either I forgot or they haven't broken down in full detail. I can't couldn't I can't remember. Um. Is, it brings you a more better sense to the game of whatever you're going to be doing at the time, whether it's like, you know, let's say playing Spider-Man and swinging around or playing Godfall and beating the shit out of stuff, which we're going to talk about Godfall here in a minute, or playing Crash or Ratchet and Clank. It'll, just, it'll give you a better feel for the game, more responsive, everything like that. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was a really dumb thing for people to be bitching about, but it's it's for the fucking internet. They're going to bitch about everything. Uh, some other things that, uh, that all happened in the same day for Sony's bad you know, press day is uh, Sony announced a state of play, which we will talk about a little bit that happened the other day, but they flat out said, you know, f first off they they're taking a little step further than what Nintendo's trying to do now. Cause Nintendo is starting to get on this route of just basically telling you what's going to be in there. So people don't have stupid expectations just to get let down the, the whole bitching that everyone made on Twitter is that they made this state of play, but not focused on the PS five focused on already announced, 
PlayStation 4 games, PlayStation VR games, and uh, with a couple of announcements in between. I mean, it was a very lackluster state of play, I'll be honest. You got some Crash 4 gameplay. I don't give a fuck about Crash. Nick, I know you're a decent fan of Crash. Like, it's it's a thing for you. I mean, did you check anything out about the gameplay? Did you give a shit? I mean, I, I'm not a Crash fan, so I don't care. It's the gameplay, but, you know, I've played fucking goddamn Crash Bandicoot since the late 90s. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was one of the first games I ever played. I know one of the things that they uh, they talked about uh, with the Crash 4 that you might find interesting is that uh, you'll have the opportunity to play as, like, the evil scientist dude, as well as that female. Cortez. Yeah, Cortez and whoever the female is in the game. I don't know if this is her first appearance or not. Again, I'm not a Crash no, fan. I think she played in the other ones. Okay, well, you can play as all of them, apparently. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, they, the, the show opened with... Uh, with Crash 4 gameplay, it was kind of whatever. You know, I know one thing that was pretty interesting is I want to say it was a game reveal. I'm drawing a blank on the name of the game. Uh, excuse me for that. But the, when when the game reveal ended, it showed Alan Wake involved. It's mounted by the same company that made Alan Wake, so that got a lot of people pretty hyped because like it's one of those things like, hey, what if this game it this game is based in the Alan Wake universe? Like that's pretty exciting for people. I know our friend Jimmy's a big Alan Wake fan. He let me borrow the game. It's literally on my game shelf right now and I've never fucking touched it other than moving around. Um Wait, so- wait, wait, wait. You still have his game? Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, I know he doesn't listen. Uh yo, Jimmy, I want my game back. You got Sekiro, and I think you have Spyro. He does, yeah. Just like how Josh uh, has want- Fire Emblem. Yeah, Josh I want Fire Emblem back if you're not going to play it. Shit, I just like having pot. shit on my shelf. Yeah, I, if you're not going to play it, stop being a bitch. <laughs> first off, you need to play it, but whatever. Yeah, first off, you're missing out on experience. Second of all, if you're not going to play it, I want it back. But no <laughs> rush, man. I know you're busy, you know, suckling the teat. So... <laughs> Well, with the rest of the state of play, they, they announced a couple of games. There's one called, like, uh, Hood. It's it's like a Robin Hood-esque type of game. And it looks kind of interesting. I, I don't know necessarily know how hyped I am for it. Like, showcasing some of the different, um, you know, kind of, I guess... It was more or less like a, a trailer. It wasn't, like, actual gameplay or anything like that. But, I mean, it, eh, it looked okay. I mean, I wasn't super enthused about it. Uh, there's a game called The Pedestrian they announced, which looked really weird. I don't really know how to describe this one. It looked kind of like a platformer, but you're basically like, uh, what's the right way to put it? Like a stick figure <laughs> on like whiteboards and walls and stuff or something like that. Like, I don't know. I thought it was really weird. I mean, I don't know. That didn't that didn't necessarily get me overly hyped or anything. Um it was a thing. It happened. I mean, it is what it is. Um, now, one thing that I did think was kind of interesting was a game called Pathless. Uh, it was first shown in the PS5 showcase in June. You play as a hunter in an open world with detailed archery gameplay that lets you pull off accurate shots at speed. You can also fly all over the environments. It looked like a, it was. This was all captured on the PS5, and it looked like a very like open world esque game. In, at a high speed level like it features like some stealth gameplay some different color palettes like flipping through showing you like cursed spirits and stuff like that enemies in the world and everything along it has it, okay it has like a breath of the wild feel to it i'm gonna be honest like 
I mean, it, it, it looked interesting. I looked interesting. But I, I would say the biggest thing that, that people are taking away from this direct, uh, this state of play, is going to be like Crash 4 and Godfall. The, the show ended with Godfall gameplay. And here's the big question. Here's the big question. This is the question I have for you, Nick. I know you didn't get a chance to look at it in full detail. You know, you may have gotten a glimpse of it, but you've also seen glimpses of it from the past. Yeah. They broke down the gameplay in pretty good detail. They they uh, they broke down two of the fighting styles, which was dual swords and uh, long sword. Maybe I think was the other one. There's like uh, there's like a war hammer. There's like a large axe. Uh, there's a large sword. Uh, like a claymore type of thing. I think there was Say like a claymore. Yeah, there was a staff one, maybe uh, like a spear, maybe. I don't remember, but I know they showcased uh, dual sword now and long sword. I think. But here's the question: first and foremost, this game gives me extreme God of War feels. Like God of War PS4 gives me major, major God of War vibes. But here's another question: it involves Diablo. This is going to be the original Diablo joke, but we already got the Diablo joke in because we're that fucking good at our job. Um, Yo, but Diablo Four has been rumored and talked about to be like a uh, not what we're used to, where it's like the eagle's eye view of the game, where it could be potentially like a first person game, uh, over the shoulder uh, sluter type of game is what they've been kind of aiming for. They're mix. I, I believe the rumors were they were kind of mixing, you know, like Overwatch engine with Diablo 4 and trying to get with that, but they weren't having a hard time getting the drops to work. So the question is, with the Godfall gameplay and how it all looked, and because this is uh, a sluter, okay, as you kill enemies, stuff's getting dropped and stuff, kind of like a Destiny type of vibe, but it's like a mix of like Destiny, God of War almost. Do you think this is like a, a somewhat of an indication of what we could potentially expect from a Diablo 4 years down the line, however however long that's going to fucking be but do you think this is a potential indication uh maybe i mean diablo's kind of already like a, a sluder just you yeah. know no shooting <laughs> right but nah it's not i mean mm, i don't know i feel like it could be especially since you know activision blizzard lost destiny as one of their games right you know, with their partnership with Bungie, where everyone's celebrating, they're like, "Thank God we already, you know, we're, we're out of this shit show." All right, boys, <laughs> pop the bottles. But uh, no, it could be, or you know, Blizzard is probably working on their own version of it, like a new IP or something. But I don't know. It'd be tough. It, it would go against the uh, the the core traditional Diablo feel, I think, if it was a sluter. Right. I mean, but it's possible, man, you know? That was my first thought watching it, just from the rumors that we've heard about Diablo 4. Um, you know, which, I, I like Diablo. Diablo's fun. Uh, I wouldn't personally like him going down that route. I like the, I like what Diablo has. It's like, you know, don't, you know, what if it's not broken, don't fix it, you know? And it's like they're trying to fix something that's not necessarily broken. And that's what kind of, that's what kind of scares me about these rumors that we've heard that, you know, seem to be, fairly true from you know from the sources that we've seen on diablo 4 but you know watching the godfall trailer and how the game is set up like it just really gave me like it first off it gave me god of war vibes and i i don't know if it was the the world i honestly it was probably that shield <laughs> as random as it is the way that shield would pop up i'm like that's literally like the shield and god of war like i don't know i was getting god of war vibes but i don't know I, I, that was one of the thoughts that i had is like is this potentially a, what diablo 4 could be not necessarily it's gonna be could be i don't know i just thought it was kind of a 
interesting little fun fact. Oh, and you know, hey, I'm a dumbass. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, so we started talking about this state of play, and I didn't even tell everyone uh, what the other L Sony took in a day was, which this is the only one that I thought was a major L. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking idiot. How did I miss over that? Like, I just looked over, and I just saw, yeah, I'm a fucking dumbass. But, I mean, it I mean, I guess going on and talking about the Godfall gameplay ties into what the other l was which they did the state of play but not about the ps5 which i didn't think was a big l i me personally i mean we just had the ps5 showcase uh, less than a month ago i mean i didn't think it was a big l yet because i mean the ps4 still has a lot of life but anyway the other l they took keep in mind everything i've said so far all happened in the same day state state of play direct announcement the dualshock 4 compatibility announcement and then this announcement and this one this is an l this is a big l on the gaming industry i'm not a fan of this this is dumb as fuck i'm not impacted by this because i already plan to get it for the playstation 4 anyway but for other people out there i feel for you that sucks avengers is coming out in fact let me pull let me open my phone avengers comes out in 27 days as of when we're recording this i have a countdown on my phone because i'm really hyped for the game and naturally you know you're just like hey who's all gonna be in the game right and uh it is officially confirmed Spider-Man is going to be in the game. All right, let's fucking go, boys. We out here. We out here wild. And it was teased in the Spider-Man PS4 game when, you know, Peter would go over to the Avengers Tower. Peter flat out said in the game as an Easter egg. Like, I don't, he's just like, I don't even know why they have this tower. You know, they, they spend so much time out in San Francisco where this game starts off to take place. So naturally, when we, you know, seeing the Avengers trailer, the original, it's like, okay, yeah, Spider-Man could potentially be in the game. That's also could potentially be why, you know, you know where he'll be during the events that's going to be miles morales because that's one of my questions about miles morales is where's peter doing all this but here's the downside it's on ps4 and ps5 exclusive basically you're gonna get um and here's the other worst part of this as well they also went on to further announce like the the one is it uh who's over this avengers game um who is it uh square right square enix i believe it is um they even went out further to say that there is no other exclusive characters in development. So basically saying like, okay, well maybe there's the potential that P, you know Sony players get Spider-Man and Microsoft players get something else. Nope. If you get it for PC or Xbox, you are getting a lesser version of the game basically because you're not going to be able to get Spider-Man. That is fucking shit. That is absolute dog shit. That is like, I mean, I was getting it for PlayStation regardless but that is really, really fucking shitty. Like, I, I was not a fan of that at all. Nick, what, what were your thoughts on that? Which part? The With Spider-Man being a PS4, PS5 exclusive to Avengers. I, I don't know. I mean, the game's exclusive to them, so it's kind of like whatever. It's kind of like how it gives you, like, you know, the uh, what, Soul Calibur vibe where, you know, you had... Soul Calibur 2, where you had the uh, exclusives for each console. Yeah, but that's the thing. Each console had an exclusive. In this case, Xbox and PC just getting shafted. Well, they don't. They don't provide anything. <laughs> I mean, fair. No, I just. I just think it's really shitty, man. They're like, I. I don't mind exclusive games. You know, I don't mind. You know, different consoles getting some exclusive stuff, like you know, co cosmetics, like costumes and stuff like that. But. You know, a full-fledged fucking character for one console and the other console not even getting a character yeah, would be exclusive to them and, like, not even getting that particular character, which happens to be, like, the one of the, 
pretty much the most notable Marvel character in the world. Man, that's shitty. I'm not about it. Like, I love Spider-Man. I'm getting this game. I'm getting it for Sony anyway. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm in good shape, but I know a lot of people aren't. That's a big L, in my opinion. Like, that's pretty... I'm not a fan of that. Like, I wish we'd get... It's 2020. Let's get the fuck away from that kind of shit. Like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that one. But, you know, it is what it is. That's the gaming industry that we're in. Shit like that's going to happen. But and also, yep. in uh, reference to the PS5, apparently we are going to be getting news later this month. That's a rumor. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Hopefully. A rumor? Hope, for hope, what? Hopefully uh, we'll get a fucking price and a release date. <laughs> That's all I want. Give me a prize. Give me a release date. I, I'm ready to throw you my money. I got the money set aside. I'm ready to buy right now. If I got an email now. right now while recording Lighthearted 14 on Spotify and Apple and CastBox, if I got an email right now while we're doing this show, I would fucking pause the show and pre-order that system and pay for it up front. I got the money. Sony, hook me up. Give me the email. I want, I want to give you my money. Let's go. Sorry. What are you gonna say, Nick? <laughs> I, I said, what's the what's gonna be the breaking point for you? Uh, you know, price wise, or are you just getting it regardless of price? Oh man, that's a good fucking question, my guy. Um, well, I want the um, I, I do want the disc edition. Uh, I'm not necessarily against the digital, but I do want the disc simply because, like, and you know this, yo, do not sleep on them Target game deals. Do not sleep on them fucking, you know, Best Buy deals on occasion or those GameStop deals. I mean, you, me, man, me and you know that those, those like, especially Target, I mean, they drop some pretty fire deals, am I right? Like, I mean, let's be real. I don't want to miss out on those deals. That's that's the big reason. I want the disc, you know, so I can hit up them deals when they pop up. But uh, I would say my breaking point, as much as it pains me to say this, uh, for the disc edition, I'm willing to spend $600. Uh, as much as, as much as it pains me to say it, I, I, that's not. I, I ideally, five hundred is my ideal situation. Um, that's that's you know, granted, ideal would be cheaper, but you know, in a realistic sense, five hundred is ideally where I want to be at. But if it goes to six hundred, uh, they, it, yeah, I'll probably still buy it, dude. Just go ahead and rip it off the band aid. I mean, with uh, doing the podcast, with doing a podcast about gaming. With you know me starting streaming soon at twitch.tv slash alexlight23, it's just going to be good for me to go ahead and fucking get it and get it out of the way. Um, just rip off the fucking Band-Aid, because God knows when it will be on sale. I mean, God fucking knows, dude. I, I, who knows how when that thing will actually... I mean, next Black Friday, sure. But, you know, that's a full year away. I mean, I, I'm try, I want to make content, you know. I want to make, uh, you know, do some tw uh, uh, Twitch streaming, talk about uh, the new games here on this show. So I just go ahead and rip off the band. If it's six hundred, I'll buy it. Obviously, I don't think it's gonna be over. I don't even think it's gonna be over five hundred. You know, Sony's announced on multiple occasions how they regret putting PS3 at six hundred dollars at release. I don't think it'll be six hundred. If it's anything over six hundred, I don't. I don't think they have my money. Honestly, I hate to say it, but I, I think that's pushing it for me. That that's pushing it. I know that's you're not getting it regardless, one. though. Uh, not a day one, man. Not like you. Yeah. I've been setting money aside for this for a while. <laughs> I can't justify dropping uh, 600 bones on something that I don't even know if there's a game I want to really play coming out on it. Yeah, that's true. Like not Sly Cooper 5. Like Sly Cooper 5, it's coming. I'm calling it. <laughs> next year. Man, next, next fuck, year, I wish. Next year you'll get a reveal. I'm calling it. Sly Cooper 5 and it comes with the other four on a collector's edition. Ooh, that's a Done. play. That's a play. They'll never do it. No. <laughs> they don't have the balls. True. They don't. They don't. 
But hey, you never know. You never know. I mean, it's been how long since the last fucking crash game? Uh, I don't know. I mean, technically, the Insane Trilogy came out like a year or two ago. I mean, you're right. You're right. But hey, you never know, man. Sly Cooper's... I mean, I'm calling it. It's come back. You're going to need a reveal for it next year. Next E3. Well, they're, Sony's not going to be at E3, probably. Uh, but you, you know what I mean. Next year. Going down. Sly Cooper 5. So, alright. Let's talk about... Let's talk about some game... Let's talk about some movie stuff. Real quick. Alright, let's talk about it. First thing I want to mention. Because I think this is kind of weird. I think it's a little too late for this, in my opinion. But uh, apparently, uh, Miss Scarlett Johansson who plays good old uh, Black Widow in the MCU universe, uh, reportedly has signed on for more MCU movies. I don't... What? What? I mean, like, are you going to bring her back to life? I mean, I guess you could, but, like, doesn't that seem like a waste? Like, for real, doesn't that seem fucking stupid, Nick? You, you, you've seen all the movies. You're a fan. Like, is that not fucking dumb to you? To just, you know... Unless they just used her for, like, prequel stuff. Like, you know, setting up more characters or something, like, before she died or some shit like that. Which, again, don't, don't you know. feel like her getting more movies like that is just feel like, hey, you're a little late to the party here? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's... I mean, they're not going to say no to Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Everyone else right. kind of signed off. She's like, eh, fuck it, I'm going to get a bunch of these Sims monies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if they do another prequel after the Black Widow movie coming out this year, I would really like to see what happened in Budapest. That's the big thing, because, I mean, it's been referenced in, like, what, four movies? Like, I mean, I want to see what happened in Budapest. Like, let's, let's, let's see that. Like what happened with like, what, like what did Hawkeye and her, what kind of trouble they get into with that? Like, I mean, it's been referenced literally like four different fucking times in, in, in the, in the series. So that's what I would like to see. I don't know. It just feels a little too late to the game. In my opinion, like, I mean, she died. She yeah, died she in did. the game. Like, uh, spoilers. 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 Oh God. I'm sorry. I just ruined the movie for everyone that hadn't seen it even Jesus though it came out Alex, a year ago why why do you do things like that man man i'm just an asshole that's who i am as a person fuck well speaking of movies coming out let's talk about something so we uh, we mentioned this last episode or the episode before can't remember uh that mulan got pulled off of its august release date uh, they did not reveal when it was coming out just that it was pulled off of uh august release they did reveal when it's coming out now it is coming out in september but here's the catch going out on disney plus it is going out on disney plus to be rented at a 30 dollar asking price to rent the movie is that not fucking insane for service you already pay for yes like okay i get the mindset of hey if you're going to the movies you're probably already going to spend close to 30 dollars anyway you know if you're going to buy like you know drinks and snacks and stuff like that plus after you know tickets for maybe you and a significant other or whatever you'll potentially spend 30 dollars but like for doing this for like a rental movie like <laughs> excuse me what can i help you like the fuck like i mean like when you're spending that amount of money to go to the movie theater you're going for the experience like like there are certain movies where it's just like yeah yeah i need to fucking see that shit in theaters you know what i mean like i'm willing to spend the money let's hit this shit up then there's other movies where like yeah i'll just wait for it to come out on Redbox, whatever no big deal i really don't care to get the movie theater experience but 30 dollars for me just to rent a fucking movie and watch it on my tv man fuck you i'll just fucking buy it on blu-ray for 30 bucks at that point like what the fuck i mean i don't think anyone's ever rented a movie for 30 dollars it'd be different if it's like you know you rent it and you need to keep it or something yeah. as like you know a digital edition but i don't think you probably do like I mean, I also understand they're trying to make some profit. Like, I get it. COVID sucks, dude. COVID's ruined a lot of things. It's ruined a lot of businesses. I get it. Like, no more. I'm not. I'm not dumb. But like, them trying to make 
you know, make some money off of it still at this point. Like, yo, COVID has fucked the entire world. Just like cut your losses, just put it out for sale, call it a day. You know, you know, getting us to rent it for thirty bucks and to, for Hell a movie yeah, for a movie you'll probably put on Disney what Plus anyway. Like, it's fucking dumb, dude. I'm not about that shit. I didn't even yo, want to see yeah. the movie anyway. <laughs> and now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, now I'm fucking now I'm for sure not. Like, fuck that. I mean, like, it'd be different if it was like, all right, you know, we're trying to get some money for it, you know, you know, here we're going to release it. Uh, you know, if you got Disney Plus, you know, here you go. Uh, if you don't want to have Disney Plus, you know, four ninety nine or something, you know, a normal rent rent price or some shit, not $30. Right. I mean, who's been like, all right, you know, I'm going to rent the other guys. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write Grown Ups 2, $30. Well, who's... Yeah, no, no, one, no, no one's doing that. And like, there was even like a poll that was put out, like, "Hey, would you? Are you gonna rent it for thirty bucks?" And obviously, the majority said, "No, I'm not doing that." But then there's those. Fuck said yes. <laughs> I see the few people that's just like, "Oh man, people are just being fucking cheap." It's just like, excuse me, like, like they already you, pay for the service, like so you should get it for free. Like, do you relate? Watching a movie on your couch is the same experience as going to the theater. Like, are, hello, are you? I mean, okay, what's wrong with so, you? So, you know, Netflix has their own original movies. They obviously don't go to the theater. So how the fuck do they get money then? That's a that's a, actually a, fuck dude. That's actually a good question. <laughs> so, I mean, you pay what? 10 bucks or 15 bucks for Netflix a month. Cool. Dunsky. And then you get all the movies. And uh, apparently with Disney Plus, which you pay I think 10 or 11 dollars. I don't remember how much it is. 12 bucks. I don't know. So it's somewhere near there. I think it's like eight bucks for just Disney Plus, and then to get the, the one with Hulu and uh, ESPN Plus, it's like fourteen dollars. And uh, yeah, there you go. Now you got to pay thirty dollars for a movie that's only coming out on Disney Plus. So cool. I mean, it's not like Netflix is like, all right, guys, we got a fifty dollar budget. Let's make it fucking work. Now they spend a couple mil on those. They get notable actors. I mean, Adam Sandler fucking was in those fucking movies for like ten movies. I think he's still got I, some more to do. I, I know they get other people like uh i think they got jennifer aniston to play in one i don't remember um i could be wrong it's a high possibility um i think you're right but yeah they still get notable actors to fucking play in these netflix movies i mean they got wasn't the the live action death note uh, an exclusive to netflix well they got william defoe there you go that's true even though that movie was garbo william defoe was a great actor and he played a great Ryuk. That's the only redeeming part of that whole movie. Is re- he did a great Ryuk. Phenomenal. But yeah, I don't know how they make money off those movies. I'll be honest. I have no fucking idea. That's a great fucking question. We're going to have to look into that. I'm curious now. We'll look into that. I have no idea. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Disney, Disney's just trying to make some extra cash. I don't even know why, dude. They're, they're fucking set on money. They're like, they're golden. Calm down. Put the fucking movie on Disney+. Plus. Call it fucking back. Ha <laughs> Close our parks for a while. And, uh... No one's going to see our fucking movies, haha. <laughs> so we're gonna have to fucking charge them thirty dollars for Mulan, haha. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> one one thousand percent true. Uh, yeah. Thirty dollars, please. So uh, let's wrap up the show with a couple with a couple little couple little quick hits I want to talk about. It's not on the script, but uh, the first thing, let's talk about a new game that just popped out this week. A lot of fucking fun. Me and Nick got to play it today finally because the servers were down for a while. Let's give our thoughts on it, dude. 
Fall Guys. It's on PS4. It's on Steam. It's 20 bucks. It's basically a fucking, more or less like a fucking Mario Party Battle Royale. Fuck, Nick, what do you think of this game so far? This game's fun as shit. It's definitely fun, but it's definitely frustrating. Yo, facts. Facts. No, I think that's the best way to put it, the way I describe it. It's basically like Mario Party in terms of the minigames, you know? It's like, like picture a bunch of minigames from Mario Party, but add on like an online like Battle Royale type of feel where there's like up to 60 players in the game. There's course, like obstacle courses you have to run through. Only certain, so many people qualify through the rounds. There's like some team games that you have to do. Like literally a Mario Party minigame like Battle Royale. That's literally the best way to put it. Like this game's a lot of fun. Uh, I, <laughs> you want to know the kick in the nuts, Nick? The kick of the nuts is, from what I understand, I haven't actually looked, but from what I understand from comments and stuff on, like, the discussion boards and everything, I think the game is fucking free for PS Plus to use. And we over here, we spent 20 bucks for it. Shit, man, it's worth. I mean, it is worth. Don't get me wrong. But I just thought that was a bit of a meme. Like, I mean, it's a fun fucking game. cheap. Fuck you, dude. I'm, <laughs> fuck you. I'm, I'm willing to drop some money on stuff. You know me. All right. Bye, Mulan. Do we want to have a movie date? It's Robert Downey Jr. and Mulan? Yes. Oh, then yeah, sure. With social distancing, though. You'll sit on one side of the couch, I'll sit on the other. Like, we're going to be social I was thinking, distance. I was thinking more like you could sit on one side of the bed, and then I would come join you. Oh. But, I mean, whatever. Couch works, too. In the room. I mean, we've already snoodled on a couch once, Nick. Don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a drunken mistake. <laughs> But no, Fall Guys is actually a lot of fun. Seriously, guys, like it's Mario Party minigame Battle Royale is basically what it is. Check it out for PlayStation Plus. Check it out on Steam. It's twenty bucks on Steam. From what I understand, it's free for PS Plus users. I think it's a lot of fucking fun. Nick's enjoyed me and Andy. We played it last night. We had a lot of fucking fun with the game. Uh, definitely check it out. Really, really, it's really, really entertaining. Uh, good way to pass the time. Good way to play with some friends. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on is last week, uh, me and Nick introduced a new segment of the show called STS, called Shoot the Shit. Obviously, we did not have that for this episode. We had a lot to talk about. But I do want to follow up on the topic of Shoot the Shit, because the topic was the Avatar franchise. So the only thing I wanted to follow up on is I read all the Avatar comics over the past week. I've read every single one that's out, I think, except for like a couple of the spinoff ones where it's all focused on one character. I think it was like a Toph one and a Katara one. Didn't get a chance to read those, but I did read all of the main ones. So I've read The Rift, I've read North and South, I have read Imbalance, I have read uh, Turf Wars, Ruins of the Empire, which those two are core ones. I've read them all. Really fucking good. Imbalance was not as good as I wanted it to be, but they're all really good. Um, I really enjoyed the core ones. Nick, if you haven't read them yet, uh, dude, you need to check them out. Especially Ruins of an Empire. Ruins of an Empire, is that one's really fucking good, dude. I hadn't read the core ones. I didn't even read all the Avatar ones. I only read them when they first came out, like The Promise and The Search, and uh, I think I started reading the other one. Smoke and Shadow. I I yeah, I think I started reading that, and then I never finished it. Smoke and Shadow was good. Um, it was good because it really showed, I guess, like the uh, it showed the repercussions of uh, Ursa choosing to get her face and memories back. Like her kid was like anti her mother all all comic long until the end. So it was it was good in that. Uh, that aspect I mean it was very enjoyable um, North and South was kind of on the weaker side in my opinion like at least I thought it was uh, I thought the Rift was good I really enjoyed the Rift the Rift was really good that one was a very heavy Toph based one um, had Avatar Yang Chen in it which was pretty cool 
I really enjoyed uh, that one quite a bit. Uh, like I said, Imbalance was on the disappointing side. I mean, it was cool seeing... The thing I liked about Imbalance was like the little nods towards things that happen in Korra. And it's the same thing with a couple of the other comics. Like, I think it was The Rift showed a little you know, indication of the Cabbage Corp. Because the Cabbage guy is in The Rift. Uh, he's got a restaurant, and they, Avatar Aang and his heir acolytes go there. And he sees a forklift, right? Because, you know, there's a workshop there in that in this town. And he gets the idea that, oh, that's a really cool machine, hinting at the build of um, Cabbage Corp. Cabbage Corp. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty cool little nod. In um, Imbalance, there was a moment of, like, some wires hanging down from the ceiling or something, and Toph had it. And she's just like, huh, these wires would really come in handy because it was showing the beginning of the police force being built. And that's when she got the idea for the wires that they use in Korra. So, I mean, stuff like that was cool. I mean, like, you know, the reference that the town that they were in, which was, I can't remember the name of the town. I mean, it's literally in the Avatar Last Airbender show, but I can't remember the name of the town uh, that becomes Republic City. Like, you know, uh, Aang, and, Aang and Katara say that, oh, the town name kind of sucks. They need something better. And they make a joke that Sokka can c figure out a name for it. All that was cool, but I mean, imbalance is on the weaker side, in my opinion. But I'm telling you, the two the two core ones, that was some good shit. You need to check that out, Nick. Ruins of an Empire was really good. I think you'll I think you would enjoy that one. And uh, there's more to come as well. I mean, there's a loose ends and turf wars that need to be finished up. Um, and I think they're actually are releasing a new Avatar comic, like Last Airbender, maybe later this year. I uh, could be wrong, but there's more core ones to come at least, which is pretty cool. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, you'll you'll have to check out Ruins of an Empire because that one was very heavily focused on the uh, the Earth Empire. So Kuvira was a major focus. Her redemption arc is what it was, which I'm all about a good redemption arc, man. I am all about a good redemption arc. If you're not the biggest piece of shit on the planet like Micah Bell from Red Dead, I'm all about a redemption arc. Which Kuvira they did a whole game where he has a redemption game. Red Dead Redemption Three. I don't Micah. know. I don't know if I could play that. <laughs> I really don't, man. <laughs> Fuck Micah Bell. But you love the game. I do, but I don't know if I can Red do that. Red Dead Redemption 3. Please no. Micah. But, uh, no, I think you would really like Ruins of an Empire. Like, it, it was very heavily, you know, um, uh, Kuvira-focused on, like, her, basically her redemption arc. It was really cool. Uh, obviously, both comics was very, very, very heavily focused on Korra and Asami's relationship as well, because, you know, the the show didn't get to flesh it out so the comics really fleshed it out uh, there was there was one set of panels that i thought was funny as fuck in my opinion where they were staying in zaofu okay um this was right after asami got her memory back because her memory got wiped at some point spoiler and uh they were talking you know it was nighttime whatever they were talking about um uh, what Asami did, you know, Asami was asking about what she did when she, you know, when her memory was wiped, asking basically what she said to Korra, like, you know, what did I say to you? Like, I, and Korra was like, it, it's not a big deal, you know, you, it wasn't you, so whatever. Uh, Korra was trying to get her fuck on, man. Let me tell you, Korra was trying to get her fuck on in those panels because, like, she started like leading Asami to the bed, like they're about to, they're about to smash, and then someone was knocking on the door because an emergency popped up. And Cora, it was a funny little moment because, like, when the when someone was knocking on the door, Cora was very visibly frustrated, where she's like, oh, "Who's at the fucking door?" Basically, I just thought it was really funny for me. I I laughed I laughed quite a bit at those few panels because Cora was trying to smash. 
Koro's trying to get some get in some fuck on. Overwatch trying to smash this on me, duh. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was funny. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it. It was it was a good time. But uh, I think that's a pretty good episode, though. Nick, do you got some stuff you want to talk about? Stuff you want to throw in? Questions about the Avatar stuff? Anything like that? Did you uh, talk about... Uh, oh, we forgot to plug one thing. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, dude. You, you got you to gotta polish us off nice with these plugs. All right. Boys. Girls. Be sure to check out the plugs I mentioned before. Also plug insert dba there you go check that out join the discord also plug patreon and is jared still a patreon member yep he's a he's a tier four patron well there you go thanks jared for patronizing us <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> all right and uh yeah that i think that's it that's all the plugs Oh, shit, I thought you were referencing that I didn't plug Amiibo Budokai. Uh, I thought we did. I don't know if we ever talked about it. I think we really just talked, dove straight into DBA at the beginning. I don't even know if we touched on it. Dude, well, yeah, fuck. Check out Amiibo Budokai sometime in the next couple of weeks. There will be a video up explaining all the shit. True. Check that out. True. I thought we already plugged it. Well, <laughs> we might have. If not, whatever. It doesn't hurt to plug things twice. That's why we got plugged in. I mean... Yo, Yo, plugging things twice is how you get your brothers. Let me ask you a question. How are you going to feel whenever I nickname my Tangrowth on DBA to Plug Daddy because it has all like the vines and stuff to plug you up? Like that? <laughs> you say you don't like that? No, I don't like that because, you know, I got Plug Daddy Jr. <laughs> is that indeed email? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, 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 haven't, I haven't decided a, uh, a Tangrowth nickname, considering I literally made that idea halfway through the draft. But anyway, full breakdown on our draft uh, coming up very, very soon sometime this week after this episode. Make sure you go check that out on the Sparky3 YouTube. But yeah, that's going to do it. Um, we just literally did the draft a few hours ago, which took an hour. Me and Nick did like a 40-minute draft breakdown video and then like a 10-minute Amiibo Budokai announcement, and now we've done an hour podcast. I am fucking brain dead and i'm ready to play some games so that's gonna do it from us ladies and gentlemen of mostly all ages if you're under 18 i don't know if you should be listening but anyone else check us out whatnot i don't know if you should be listening <laughs> i'm just being real it should be over 18 but anyway yo that's gonna do it from us thank you so much for listening i love you all until next hey, time Dustin. bye don't let me fool you